Hello, hello, hello! Woo! What's up? I'm feeling feisty today! I'm Lisa Page. This is the Lisa Page Made Me Do It podcast. I don't even know what the heck episode this is. We've got to be close to 100, right? I'm just letting this roll. It's 10.30, Tuesday, September 29th. Tonight is the first debate between sleepy Joe Biden and the Trumpster. Let me start off by telling you about Bilt Bar really quick. They have a limited flavor pumpkin chocolate chip cookie. I have never had this bar before. My order was placed last week, and then I got the notification that it was sent out on Friday. So I'm hoping that these babies come to me soon because I'm dying to try 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only four grams of sugar. Go to BiltBar.com. Lisa Page is your code. You'll get a discount. My name never expires. The code never expires. Just FYI. BiltBar.com. Lisa Page is your code. Okay, so the real plan today was to give you my podcast with Ricky Rebel. He was on with us on the Chad Prather show last week and you know, him and I, we just hit it off. I just have a way with the gays. An old friend of mine who's now not in my life would have thought that was racist. She's convinced I'm, I'm against anybody or in everyone who's not a white conservative mom. But that's a whole nother story. Anyway, Ricky Rebel and I, we had a great conversation. It was fantastic. Uh, we spoke for about an hour. I have a lot of editing to do with that one. I'm going to air it back probably on Friday. I did not realize at the time when I was recording with Ricky that I was going to hit... 10K finally. So I just wanted to to take today and talk about how excited I am that I have finally hit swipe up status. It's been a long time coming. And I've said this before, and I think I even talk about it on tonight's show with Chad Prather. By the way, that's another thing I want to talk to you about because being on his show has been amazing. And honestly, I have Chad to thank for helping me get up to the 10K status. So let's rewind back to Saturday morning. And I had went to F45 as I do every day. And when I came home, I got a text from our neighbors asking if I could just go over to their house really quick and grab their packages. They were out of town. They were coming back on Sunday. So I said, yeah, absolutely. So I was walking over and I'm on Instagram and Stu had taken the kids for breakfast. So the only obligation I had at that moment was to go to the neighbors and get their packages. So I'm like scrolling through and I just notice that my following says 9,990. And y'all, I'm telling you, this has taken me forever. And I know that I've said this before. And at this point I sound like a broken record, but I'm super proud and thankful that I was able to hit this number authentically without having to buy bots. Now, I know not every single influencer, and I don't even consider myself an influencer. I consider myself a friend. I I feel like I'm a friend to you and y'all are friends to me. But I know there are a lot of other Instagrammers out there that have hundreds of thousands of followers and millions of followers and stuff. And I, I don't know if they've bought bots. Maybe they haven't. I'm sure some have. But just like my rule with endorsing products that I personally don't use, my credibility is on the line and I really pride myself. I've always been about integrity and being transparent with you and truthful and genuine and authentic. And I could not, I, I don't have it in my soul to ever talk about something untruthfully. I could never get on Instagram or I could, I could never get on this podcast and tell you about a product that I 
don't use myself and don't love. And if I don't like something, I will tell you. But if I do love it, of course, I will tell you. So getting to this swipe up status is a big deal for me because y'all, this has been my thing since before Instagram. And I don't want to sit here and brag, but y'all, if you've been with me for a long time, I was kind of one of the first ones to be out there recommending the products. This I know sounds incredibly vain, but it's true. Okay. I have been doing this uh, for a very long time and it started on my radio shows back in Tampa, back in Philly, and then talked about tons of stuff on Pop Crush Nights. And then Last year was when we launched the podcast, and I love this podcast. It's my baby. Uh, it's a way to expand on the stuff that I talk about on social media and at the time, my radio show. So I have been telling you about finds and products and hacks and you know tricks of the trade for years and years. So now that I've got this access to give you direct links rather than going through the freaking hassle of screenshotting and copying, pasting links. I mean, this is a game changer for me. And I know that for a lot of you, it's a game changer. And I want to thank you because honestly, and I was telling Stu this, I have never met a group of people who were genuinely excited about me getting a swipe up. For real, so many of you, and I'm not exaggerating, so many of you have been for the last year or two, and especially the last month, the last few months, have really ramped it up with asking and begging and hoping and praying and spreading the word that I would get a swipe up. And we're here now. And I am like elated. It was such an awesome weekend. It was awesome because... On Friday, I uh, I got my chartable update for iTunes, and my podcast has been ranking in the lower numbers, which is great. Obviously, I'm so excited. And uh, at one point, you know, I was 26. At one point, I was 44. And then two weeks ago, I was 14 in the beauty fashion category for iTunes podcasts here in the U.S. on the U.S. charts right behind Lauren Conrad's podcast. Um, And then last Friday, I got my chartable email and I had hit number 11. So that was just mind-blowing. I teared up sort of, kind of, because it was so awesome to see. And then Saturday morning, I wake up, I was already on this iTunes podcast chart placing high and I come back from F45. I'm walking to my neighbors to get their packages. I see my following 9,990. And then like 10 minutes later, I see 10K up here. And I like freaked out. It was so crazy. Stu had just walked in with the kids. They had went out to breakfast. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I screenshot it. I showed him. He was really excited. So as cheesy as this sounds, and maybe some of you are new to me and you're like, all right, what's the big deal? 10K, so what? It's a big deal. (laughs) It's a big deal for me and it's a really big deal for people that have been with me for longer than five minutes, okay? So I am so excited. I also want to say that having the 10K situation is awesome because now I don't see 
people drop off. In the past, when I say something that's not even controversial, but it's controversial to people that are oversensitive and have to be politically correct. Oh, she said something that might hurt my feelings. Those are the people that I know are new to me and they can't handle it. And then they drop off. And I will be honest, it's a little discouraging. I try not to get too wrapped up in it. I have to remind myself all the time that the people who send me, you know, messages that are not the nicest, I don't know them. I don't know them. And they only know me from what they see on Instagram. They don't know my life. They don't know me personally. So my two favorite features on Instagram lately, and a little bit on Facebook, but mostly on Instagram, is block and delete. I can't stress to you enough how little I care about these adults who are coming on and trying to come at me. I don't care. I give zero fucks. Those of you who have stuck with me and some of you who have agreed to disagree but stay around because you like my uh, content outside of some of my political opinions, I appreciate you. Uh, It's funny how this works though because I have definitely seen true colors come out in people that I, one person especially, actually, even my mom's cousin sent me this like passive aggressive message a couple of weeks ago that basically, uh, this was on Facebook. So she watches my stories on Facebook. I guess she doesn't have Instagram. Whatever I post on Instagram goes to my radio, like my public radio Facebook page and it posts to stories. I don't really care. I don't focus that much on Facebook. My main priority is Instagram. Okay. And so I guess she sees the stories that come up on Instagram or on Facebook from my Instagram. So every couple of days I just go in, check the inbox or whatever. And I've in the past couple of weeks seen all of these like, you know, comments, but I don't know what she's referring to. It's obviously something that she saw that posted from Instagram to stories and she's commenting, but they're all like, oh, hell no. Are you kidding me? Very adamantly disagreeing with whatever I posted at the time. So then a couple of weeks ago, I get a message. She's like, hey, Um, you may want to just stick with beauty and fashion. I know you've worked really hard to get to this point with followers and your political posts, like in essence, aren't helping. This is my mom's cousin. I'm like, what? First of all, um, there's a little button called snooze. I've snoozed half my feed. Half of my friends from the Northeast snoozed. Some of them unfriended, some of them unfollowed. And I'm sure they've done the same for me and I don't care. Great. How about try snoozing me? second cousin. So I wrote her back very nicely and said, Hey, you know what? That's great. Thank you. But don't really care about Facebook, uh, focusing on Instagram. And there's this little thing on Facebook and it's called snooze and just basically snooze me. And that was it. I haven't heard from her. It's crazy how people are so polarized. You know, what is the most mind boggling thing for me? A few of my friends, even my sister, liberal, she posts things on Facebook. I just keep scrolling. I don't want to start a fight. I don't care. I don't care. My relationship to that person is more important to me than picking a freaking dumb fight on Facebook. I don't care. And I will tell you right now, and I have found this with a lot of my conservative friends, that we don't sit here and start dumb social media fights with people who disagree. I will snooze you. Or I will just keep scrolling. Yet if I say one thing, oh, the audacity. And it's like World War 20 on Facebook. So I rarely ever post anything political on my personal page. And I never post anything political in my Lisa page, maybe do a private group. 
In fact, my moderators and I just changed the guidelines and we are not tolerating any of that stuff. The passive aggressive virtue signaling political posts, we just will delete, we'll give you a warning. And if you continue doing it, then we're going to kick you from the Facebook page. But my point is here, it's crazy to me how many people on the left or people who disagree with me, maybe you're, maybe you're a libertarian and you think I'm insane for voting Trump. Okay, whatever. But the balls and the nerve of some of you that try and, and come at me on social media, and I thought we were friends. You're really that passionate. Like you really want to fire me up. You really want you really want to get into this. You want to do this on a social platform in front of people because I have one friend that's all she ever wanted to do. She wanted to try and call me out. She wanted to use my platforms. In fact, she suggested she come on my podcast so we can talk about our disagreements. Uh, no. I'm telling you, in the next couple of weeks I'm going to do a podcast on the topic quote when you feel like it's time to break off a friendship, because that's what I just went through. I've blocked this person from everything. Not because I think she's a bad person. Honestly, I could handle her up until George Floyd. And then it was just constant messaging me and trying to like virtue signal. And why do you think that? Well, what do you mean by this? What the hell do you think I mean? You know what I mean. Honestly, it became boring because that's all she wanted to talk about really was my stance. And why do I think this? Why do I think that? There are plenty of left-leaning forums and Facebook pages and accounts this person could go to and talk about whatever. Uh, But I was certainly not the person. And it just got really repetitive. And that's why I was at Zach's baseball game one afternoon. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? I'm 42 years old. I have a solid group of friends. I have a great circle of friends here. And I still am pretty tight with a couple of friends from Philly. That's it. I don't need this person constantly up my ass asking me all these questions she knows the answer to. She will never change my mind of my opinions. I will never change her mind with her opinions. And I never ever was the one to initiate conversations Uh, When I would read something that she would post, I'm rolling my eyes. I'm like, okay, whatever. (laughs) That's so dumb, but all right, I'm not. But I ignored them. I ignored all of it because I was trying to protect our friendship. And it got to a point where it was obvious this person did not care. She just wanted to debate me all the time. And it was exhausting. And so I messaged her and I said, thanks. It's been great. Good luck with everything. Goodbye. Then I blocked her. Well, Last week, my mom called me and said, you won't believe what this person just did. She just posted this huge thing on Facebook about you. Now, it's one thing to talk about a story, uh, but this person went into like milestones, my character traits, personal stuff, and legit tagged me in this post. So, of course, everybody who follows this person, this one friend, ex-friend of mine, uh, and is in her circle, agreed with her. And it turned into like a Lisa Page bashing thread from what I hear. And honestly, there's two ways I could have reacted to it. I could have messaged her myself. I still have her number. I didn't like completely block her out of my phone. I could have messaged her. Um, And I know that she did this. I know she did this because she wanted to make her voice heard and be validated for her opinions, which of course differed from mine. And the point of her 
freaking seven paragraph post was for it to get back to me. And I know she was waiting for me to reach out and I didn't. I read it and I moved on. It's so obvious and clear that she's only posting her side of the story. And why do I need to explain myself to her or anybody who is associated with her or are friends with this person that are like-minded, you know, that are in tune with the same ideology and beliefs that this this person has. I don't. And that's the big revelation that I have. That's the conclusion, I guess, I can say I've come to over the last six months that I have really just seen some true colors of people that I thought I knew. Another example was the other day I was, I was getting ready to go into the car wash and I had posted um, the clip of the Ruth Bader Ginsburg bit we did on Chad Prather's show last week. And it was funny. Like, it's just funny. As a matter of fact, let me pull up that exact clip. Have you got that? We're, we're uh, talking about the dying wish, Mark. Have you got that, that clip? Let's play that thing. Then you have uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who told her her granddaughter on her deathbed, allegedly, that she um, her dying wish was to have the next president choose her successor. How do you think all this plays out? Well, I don't know that she said that or was that written out by Adam Schiff and Schumer and Pelosi. I, I would be more inclined to the second. Okay, you know, that came out of the wind. It sounds so beautiful. But that sounds like a Schumer deal or maybe a Pelosi or or Shifty Schiff. I mean, how do we know she really said that? How Mystery. do we know? You got to roll camera. I mean, on she could have said it seven years ago. Uh, right, exactly. I mean, when camera. somebody, you know, when I die, tap tap tap, and I'd have been like, room. "Hey, Mimi, yeah. Mimi, speak out, up, please. speak up." I'm gonna roll camera. That's what I would have yeah. done. Right, right. Granny, wake back up and say it again. I got the video rolling. <laughs> hey, let's do a boomerang, Ruthie. Ruthie, boomerang it. Yeah, Granny Ginsburg, wake up. <laughs> so anyway, that is the that's the clip that got this one person very upset. And she just, it was like a book. And I read the first sentence. I said, you're a horrible, like basically you've changed. That's what you really think. I just deleted her and then I blocked her out of my group. Sucks to be her because not for nothing, my little Lisa Page made me do it Facebook group is pretty badass. There's a lot of good content that comes through those threads. But this is the route I'm taking now. I, I don't even respond. I just delete and block. I'm sick of being guilted. I'm certainly not going to stand for it from people that I once knew. That's why I... You know, this Chad Prather deals worked out fantastically for me. It's fantastically even a word. I don't even know how it came up with me going on his show, but let me tell you right now, it's a great fit. It's a great fit because one, I just adore Chad. Two, Chad, like me, is very outspoken and doesn't give a shit about who he upsets with his opinion. And that's kind of how I roll too. So being on his show has been such a blessing. Really, it has. If I was still doing my radio show, like if I if I hadn't gotten laid off in June, I wouldn't be able to be on Chad's show so much now. And I really feel like this is a, a door that opened very wide for me. One door closes, another door opens. And this was like, this was a big old door that has opened up for me and has given me the opportunity to unapologetically go on TV and be loud about my thoughts. So I'm feeling love from every direction since going on Chad's show. And I really have Chad to thank, Sarah to thank, Stu to thank for reposting my stuff and talking about this cool new thing we're doing. And I have seen the audience grow tenfold since I started crashing Chad Prather's party. <laughs> and thank you if you're new to me. I'm getting a lot of new people that are like, oh my gosh, I just discovered you on Chad. It's awesome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much.
I love it. Oh, and before we wrap it up today, we are planning a swipe up soiree party. So keep that in the back of your your head. We've been talking about it uh, and we're really excited. I got to find out like where we can even have this, but it's going to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Very soon, uh, we are starting to plan it. So if you are looking for an excuse to get away for the weekend and come to the beautiful city of Dallas, and you don't mind wearing a mask on the airplane, stay tuned. But a swipe up soiree party is in the works. All right, don't judge. I was in Lululemon last week picking up my online joggers, and the song was playing in the background, and so, you know. Here's Casey Musgraves. In oldie but a goodie, this is Slow Burn.
Isn't this good? I forgot about Casey Musgraves. She's so cute. That's off her album, The Golden Hour. All right, I'm Lisa Page. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Oh, thank you to all of the new peeps who have come over from the Chad Prather Show in the Blaze. And, you know, if you've just found me, thanks for being here. If you wouldn't mind giving a five-star review on iTunes Podcasts, I would love to break the top ten, guys. And I know we can do it. We can do it together. This sounds like a horrible ad campaign. But anyway, I will talk to you on Friday with Ricky Rebel. Have a great week. Mega!